Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode of Beijing Daily News. This is Celine from Beijing Ventures. Today is Friday, July 29th. Let's get to today's top stories and opinion. All right, let's start with Lidl. Fundamental problems with their treasury management. Whales can influence Dow voting. Recently, Lidl Dow rejected a 14 million deal with Dragonfly Capital. KOL Miles Dusher commented on what's in store for the future of Lidl and ETH. Lidl's treasury distributes funds to help develop and upgrade the Lidl protocol to benefit both users and stakeholders. However, the treasury funds are denominated in Lidl, ETH, and STETH, meaning the protocol's runway is heavily reliant on asset price performance. The concerns regarding the runway were acknowledged by the team, who introduced a new proposal as part of the treasury diversification plan on July 18th. The proposal aims to secure two years of operating runway for Lidl Dow in stablecoins. Despite the no voting denominating in the proposal's early stages, an anonymous wearer stepped in with a huge 15 million Lidl vote, opting to continue the deal with no lockup. But the vote was soon trumped as another whale came in to rescue, voting 17 million Lidl to cancel the proposal. The proposal ended with a 66.61% of the votes opting for no. He thinks that Lidl is by far the biggest player in the liquid staking space, and with the ETH merge touted for a September completion, it's set to be one of the biggest beneficiaries. The latest proposal was clearly an indication that the team wants to increase their dollar holdings, as they are serious about ensuring runway is secured. In the end, he said he has faith that the Lidl team will arrive at a decision which will please all stakeholders. Moving on, app-specific chain thesis able to better control fees paid by the users compared to app-congested monolithic chains. The Maven 11 research team published an article on the application-specific chain thesis on the 27th. The article first introduced some technical knowledge of Cosmo ecology, including the Cosmo architecture, the functionality of ABCI, Tendermint's BFTs process, and the interchain security. In the end, the author concludes, as a result of the application being the owner of the chain it inhabits, it allows for self-governance of fee structures, which means you're no longer at the whim of the chain that you inhabit. You decide what each resource on your chain costs. Beyond this, the flexibility allowed by the underlying tech stack allows for optimization on the application layer while retaining composability between chains in the wider ecosystem, as a result of a native cross-chain messaging system. This composability doesn't require trust assumption with third parties, but instead allow for the validator sets of the two chains communicating to be the trust assumption. Application-specific chains with IBC break down this barrier and allow application to become connected and composable infrastructure. All right, moving on. Aptos stands out when compared to Sui in terms of ecosystem development. Recently, a medium writer published an article comparing the popular Sui and Aptos as well as other L1 chains. In the article, the author first introduced the principles of Sui, their team, financing, technical architecture, and other aspects of knowledge and details, and concluded in the end, "It's still very early days for both L1s, and the smart contract market is undoubtedly fiercely competitive." Both companies were conceived around similar times. Similarly, the L1 projects themselves were several months apart. Despite there being a lot of overlap between Aptos and Sui, there are some interesting technological differences as well. When considering multiple facets of ecosystem, Aptos stand out when compared to Sui, as well as other outlier ones. In short amount of time since launching, and despite having a few months of early mover advantage over Sui, its ecosystem is larger by 
When considering multiple facets of ecosystem, Aptos stands out when compared to Sweet as well as other outlayer ones. In short amount of time since launching, and despite having a few months of early mover advantage over Sweet, its ecosystem is larger by twice the size for community users, proxied by Discord members and Twitter followers, triple the amount of developer activities, proxied by GitHub stargazers. Similar throughput, but mostly inconclusive. Lastly, let's talk about the potential real use cases of NFT. NFTs will authenticate the world ultimately. On the 27th, Kirwell Shavas tweeted to discuss visual exploration of the NFT real-world use cases. He said, Most people think that NFTs are a speculative bubble with degen and rich people buying worthless JPEGs. He then explained, NFTs are a way to represent proof of ownership. It's easier to prove ownership of digital assets than physical assets. This is why artwork and PFPs are the most obvious first use cases. He believes that NFT can be used to represent anything that is unique, has an owner, requires a benefit from a digital proof of ownership. For these three use cases, he cited the ENS name service as well as NFT tickets. When making tickets, NFT can contact fans and creators and the game industry can also use NFT as prop or badges. He also mentioned that the display can be used as a proof of asset in life, which can make transaction or proof more convenient. An NFT can play an anti-counterfeiting role in combination with so binding tokens. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account bishingventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you tomorrow.